Welcome to the show. I'm pretty sure it's day 73 of the Lockdown Golf Podcast. Um, We'll keep this short. Chris and I are just kind of over it. (laughs) We alluded to it in our show yesterday with our friend of the program, Adam Unfiltered, where like this daily podcasting is a grind and especially throughout this period of, I don't know if uncertainty is the right word, but unsettled whatever it is. And uh, things are just kind of the worst sometimes and. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, yeah. I will I like warn today, everybody. today was my day of breaking point. I had reached my breaking point and it I all finally like, caught up to me. Yeah. And it's, you know, as where I've been, I'm like, yeah, it's about time. Thank you for stopping. Right. Like, <laughs> right. well, the data, this like, I've been telling you all along. Yeah. Great data. All you want. The human factor is unreliable. And there's not much you can do about it. Um, <sighs> it's just my gut feeling. Anyway. If you if you if look if you don't want to hear it, just skip forward because eventually Chris and I get into an extensive Pearl Jam conversation, and if that doesn't sound good to you, hey, do us a favor, just let the because you like us, just let the show run and don't listen to it so we get that <laughs> play right. count. Uh, That's right. Maybe right. give us a you know give us a rating and subscribe, especially, especially if you're from the UK because we need that bump again. We, we need to get back up. <laughs> yeah, and especially at this point in the show where we're really looking to make make a big push to get our ratings high for the show's, uh, you know, continued existence. I'll just leave it at that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't think, uh, I don't, I don't know. This is definitely a day 73 of lockdown and to the point of, you know, even though we're not really locked down anymore, we're not really in quarantine. Well, maybe we should be. Yeah. Um, yeah. anyway, Today's show, I'm pretty sure, and Chris, I'll let you do the read. Pretty sure is brought to us by Whoop Bands. Whoop Bands is the sponsor today. They, I don't know if you know this, but Whoop Bands are basically like the antibody. They are the vaccine to coronavirus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because it will tell you whether or not you have it to the point that the PGA Tour will provide a whoop band to all golfers playing in a tournament. And now, caddies. It doesn't matter. And caddies and officials. And caddies. That's right. It doesn't matter if you're not following any social distance protocols or if you're not really, you know, maybe you're not wearing a mask. Maybe you're not being that careful. Maybe you're like Cam Champ and you're working out in the clubhouse with your trainer. When you I, come straight from Houston, which is one of the hot spots of the country, it doesn't matter because you're wearing a whoop band that says, and it will hey, tell you, I'm not sleeping. Sick. I'm not sleeping normal. Huh? Well, maybe I have it. That's what they do for you. Right. That's and all you need. Really? That's all you really need. You don't need to do anything else. Otherwise, I mean, maybe sure. Maybe you give the virus to someone who has some immune deficiencies, but that, you know, that's kind of their fault for being out in the public during a pandemic. Can I ask a question? So that's not on you. Since you have the copy, if you wear a whoop band, do you need to, do you need to wear a mask still? I mean, why, why would you want to wear, why would you wear a mask? Cause I, I, I got, I got a whoop band. Right. And I know that how, will tell you whether or not you're sick. And I know how you'll, you'll what my heart rate looked like overnight. So, okay, great. Right. Um, real question. 
Is that Cameron Champ story real? That's a real story. That's a real story. Yeah, real good bubble. Yeah, we're really keeping this tight here. God, yeah. should have, I wish I knew that when we were actually recording the show. All right, well, <laughs> hey, Whoop Band, thanks for your support. And boy, thank you for, you know, you know, I kind of feel bad. This is, we're make, we're, we're ragging on them. This, they are just the innocent <laughs> bystander in this. A little bit, but they also pump that story real hard. Oh, thank God I'm on vacation. So I didn't catch that they were heavily pushing it. Oh, but yes, because everything I read was like all the PGA. It was very PGA and golf guy influence in my quick checks of social media today. But oh no, anyway, they were, they were touting it. They were touting it. Let's just hope we don't ever have Whoop Bands as a real sponsor when our real show kicks off. <laughs> no way, man! I'm not. I would never. I would never let that sh- that product sponsor the show because it's like you have to pay a subscription every month, or you have to commit to three years for the thing. Get out hey, of here. what if we got a percentage of the subscriptions though? And it's like, you know, for every subscription signed up for, we got like 5% of it. 10% and I'll, I'll listen. <laughs> All right. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Are you ready to start this shit show? Why not? All right. Start the podcast. So who are you? I'm Bill Bush. Some bad news. Who are you? I'm Chris McEwen. They're infected. Infected. Day 427 million lockdown <laughs> golf podcast. I'm sitting in a children's bedroom in Wisconsin as I hear my wife listening, watching Uncut Gems in the other room. And, uh, Boy, what a day today has been between um, personal life, uh, PGA Tour, coronavirus, the world, you name it. It's all been there. Um, There's a lot we could talk about with the PGA Tour and coronavirus, and um, I just don't want to. You know what I I mean? Yeah, I'm having a hard time really giving a shit about the PGA at all right i or golf honestly it's true i i want to play it that's all i really want to do i just want to i don't even know if i want to play it at this point because it's like you go to the course and you get paired up with them so what do you think about all this like i don't think about just just stop i don't i don't (laughs) want to yeah um yeah but at least i'm playing golf i guess yeah but even like like, that's where my head's at now i'm like i don't even know if that's an escape yeah, I don't. I don't have over the ear headphones, but I really need to get some because right now I would just like to, like, lay on the floor with some nice over the ear headphones and just turn music on and just lay there and pretend that you're would be in, ideal. You're in dazed and confused, right? Pretend right. that I'm at one of the, you know, handful of concerts that I was supposed to go to this year that I'm not going to go to and may not go to next year because we suck. We as America or we as the world? Because right now, I'm, I don't know if you saw any of the Brazil stuff. I'm just leaning towards the world at this point. Like, Jesus well, Christ. I'd, I'd prefer to be in Italy right now because they had 115 cases total today. Total. Hmm. Remember when Italy was on fire? Remember when they were us? Yeah. In March? 115 cases today. Total. Did I see a tweet today that... It was like a tweet paraphrasing 
that Donald Trump went on a rant about how uh, Barack Obama killed the lobster industry yeah. in Maine. Like that's what yeah. we're talking about right now. That's what well, that's what he's talking about right now because he'd rather talk about anything than the piss poor job that he's done with this country or any other bullshit Republican governor. In the this last country. thing I want to hear about right now, in general, forty million people unemployed. People, whether it's here or global, people dying and getting real sick and throw all the percentages you want at me. I don't care as the lobster industry. You know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't care about the lobster industry. Uh, I like I like lobster a lot. It's delightful. Um, Not a big deal. I made two last night and they were fantastic. (laughs) But um it's just like oh, this. This is the world we're living in. This I'm just is the so world I'm, living in. I'm such a. We before the show, I told you like I don't really have much to contribute in the world of opinions right now. Like I'm just at this. The the I'm broken. They've broken me. I'm I'm so aggravated and angry and just you name it. And that's kind of what I'm going through here. I mean, who are you telling? I've been there. I think if I feel like yeah. shows yeah. Uh, five through 13, give or take. Um, but yeah, no, I, I hear you, brother. Um, here, let's pretend here. Here's our golf talk for this episode. OK. Um, and then I have one more thing to cover. Um, so I was texting following yesterday's greatly successful show with Adam Unfiltered. Um, I said it just dawned on me the PGA Tour having all of a sudden this like surge of people getting it. And I think you retweeted about the tweet that didn't age well with uh, the PGA players and caddies being like, no, we're just flat out not going to follow the rules and do whatever we want. And now it's like within a week, all of a sudden it's just, and you know, I credit to Ian Poulter is like, we've had 2,757 tests and have only had seven positive, you know, come back. I think we're doing an okay job or I think we're doing a good job. It's successful. But the fact of the matter is like, there's still seven of them. And once it gets going, what does that mean? And then where does that trickle from those seven and you know, whatever. So, um, I said, I'm so tired of people saying like, well, you know, um, it's, it's a younger population that's getting it and they're recovering and, and, or like if I get it, I can fight it off or whatever. And like, I'm not fucking worried about you getting it. I don't care if you get it. I care about the people that you give it to. Right. Because you're too stupid to do or, what's good for the better of the community at whole. Like, Or the element of we don't know anything. We really don't know much about this. And two years from now, God knows what damage this did to your internal organs or whatever. And you, something else comes up. And because you had coronavirus in 2020... You're screwed in 2024 right. because healthy, of whatever. There's a perfectly healthy 40-year-old uh, who was on Broadway last year. He is still in the hospital. He got it in March. He's, he's now missing a leg because they had to take his leg. He's still on – they just took him off the ventilators. He just had a ba- – I mean, I'm just so tired but, of the, hey, the selfishness Chris, of this don't country. T- don't tell me – I have to wear a mask. Don't you tell me that. Right. Okay? You know what? If you uh, don't want to wear, if you don't want to wear a mask, stay the fuck home. How about that? You don't own open space. Okay. 
If you're right. unwilling, you want your bullshit freedoms, keep your stupid fucking face at home uncovered. Which, by the way... Uh, so I'm, sick of it, man. I'm just so tired of it. I'll take that deal. That sounds pretty good. All right. I'll stay home. I'll wear a mask, but I'm going like, to stay home, well, too. If you don't feel safe, stay home. Fuck you. You stay home. Yeah, right. Um. So what... What I said to Adam, what I said <laughs> yeah. to Adam about golf, it just dawned on me the PGA Tour is like, it's cool. We have whoop straps now. It tipped off Nick, so we're all good now. Right. Like, I love right. that they're like, oh, that's hey. what they're going to use, right? Because Nick Watney studied data about himself and went, huh, this is abnormal. Let me go get tested. Oh, I'm positive. The PGA Tour is like, oh, guys, fail safe plan. Whoop straps. We right. got it. Right. God. Right. So scientific. And then people oh, are like, hey, boy. this is a, that's great. That's great. And they ate it up with a spoon. Yeah. Oh my God. People it's awesome. Idiots. Um, all right. I want Just to so, I, I don't know if I've said this enough times though. I'm so tired of Americans thinking that they have the right to get other people sick. That's what they're basically stating. Mm-hmm. That their freedoms, just like guns, their freedoms are more important than the safety of others. Period. End of story. And they will not compromise on that. So, uh, light pieces of fabric over your face are really inconvenient, just so you know. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. God forbid. Right. God forbid good. that you have to go into a store for 10 minutes and wear a mask. Hey. That's just, I mean, that's just, that's, how could they possibly, how could, how could the government possibly put those restrictions on Americans? You son of a bitch. The store takes me at least 15 minutes. How dare you? <sighs> um, all right. It's unbelievable that that's a thing. Like, it's unbelievable that that of all things, like a pandemic has been politicized. I can't believe it. Here's the worst part about it is I can absolutely, when you, when you, and we had a group text going, I'll just say that when you guys were texting about that earlier in the same thought, I'm like, here's the sickest part about it. I can absolutely believe it. And I, yeah, I guess, like, I guess I was just too naive or optimistic about this country. I just like, I, I thought too much of it. This is where it turns into, I don't trust like that faith in humanity, either direction at this point. It's like, yeah, oh, it's just, so it's dumb. just so aggravating that people just can't for a second, think about others just for once, just for a minute, just for a minute have a little bit of empathy and understanding and just do what is right. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it goes back to, I mean, how even early on when they're like, oh, essential businesses only kind of a deal. And was like, oh, you're taking my rights. I'm like, what's been taken away? I mean, I was oh, still allowed to go to my favorite liquor store and buy whatever beer I wanted. Uh, we lost golf for what, like uh, three weeks. Month. Yeah, a month. Yeah, and, and the yeah. reality is, it's like, and that and was only lockdown wasn't it was some a states. joke compared to other countries' lockdown. Right, this was a joke. This was you nothing. Wanted, you wanted to hop on a plane and go somewhere you could. You wanted to hop on a train and go somewhere, no problem. Uber was still going. Like there wasn't. I mean, I'm not discrediting the impact to small businesses, and like, yeah, of there's there's very real impact to this. And but it's still we, happening because we can't figure this shit out. But the people who are talking about all these like liberties they lost, I'm like, you didn't lose any liberties. Oh, 
I can't pull the flag stick from my money game at the golf yeah. course. Like, oh, I can't my go God. get my haircut. Oh, I need a haircut. Like, oh, my God. You're the you're the worst human being on the planet right now. I, I don't want to talk about this anymore because it's the last All thing right. we need. That's our golf talk for the day. So Fine, before, fair enough. Before this show. Thank you for letting me vent and probably losing the rest of our six listeners. Mm, I don't know. We might get the Adam unfiltered bump. We're definitely <laughs> slipping. We're definitely going to slip out of the top 100 in the UK after this. <laughs> the UK is probably on our side in that one because they're kind of going through the same shit. I'm avoiding politics right now, but I saw some shit out of the UK yesterday that I'm not pleased with. So I'll just leave it at that for the show. I was like, you sons of bitches. Um, before this show. I mean, we were, it's July, man. We're going into July. I want to go back to one of their original Sorry. shows where we said, I think it was Faust. He was like, all we have to do. And it wasn't Faust. It was some other doctor. Just stay inside for yeah. four weeks. Yeah. And if, like, if everybody, we'll starve the thing, man. Starve the thing. We'll starve it out. Go about our lives. We're now at the, and like, I don't care. I, I still say we never left the first wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to see another giant surge at the rate thing. At the, at I mean, least we based broke, on the, we broke the record today. today. Oh, we yeah. We broke this case record today. Oops, Back so in safe. April, we, we surpassed the, the number of cases we had in April, which is the highest we'd had. We broke it today. So we're and, there. And Brazil's, and like and I, I said, had, Brazil's trending to be the worst in the world when this thing's oh, said and bad. done. Yeah, they're they're bad. But like, I had a grown human being on a conference call today say, "Now that we're through coronavirus, now that we've gotten through coronavirus," and I had to stop them and be like, "What are you talking about?" Like a, a, a grown up, a, like a person in a leadership position in my company said those words on a conference call. Today. And this is like, where one of those situations oh where you're like, no, 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 this isn't a personal agree to disagree thing. We're now talking a professional setting where we're making work decisions. We're, we're talking you, about sending people into the field. Like you're wrong. In at Florida. This point. Like, are you out of your mind? That Florida's fine. The heat kills it. Remember that heat and direct sunlight kill it. Right. Um, right. I will say this. I saw my first two people in Wisconsin. I saw we got grocery pickup today and we saw a woman going in and masked up. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. And then we stopped and got gas before that. And I said, so when I was at the grocery store, I said to my wife, I said, that's the first person I've seen put a mask in Wisconsin. She's like, oh, there was a person while you were pumping gas. I went into the gas station wearing a mask. So I'm like, all right, I got two now after being here since Sunday evening. So. And I've been out, you know, out and about every day because I'm going crazy up here. That's another story. Um, <laughs> just fascinating. Though I don't know the whole story, but apparently there was a social unrest in Madison that his, which is like an hour, hour and 20 minutes south of where I am, um, which caused their governor to call in or mayor, I'm sorry, to call in the National Guard. Does that sound right to you? In Madison, Wisconsin? Is that a thing? For what? I don't know. I just saw they had some sort of unrest over some issue, and I don't know what it is. I just saw, like, oh, it was trending on Twitter. Maybe it was their governor, hmm. and they were like, yeah, we're, we're calling the National Guard to protect government buildings. You know what? Even if you knew this, I don't want to talk about it because it's just we're already deep enough into trouble. <laughs> uh, before this <laughs> right. show, 
we were talking about the great American rock and roll group known as Pearl Jam. Of course. And um, the new song, you uh, in your background, the new song came out and you said, hey, have you listened to this yet? Have you heard it? And I'm like, I might have heard it, but I don't, you know, I don't really know it. And you started to tell me you should listen to the whole thing. Blah, blah. And I said, hey, stop. <laughs> we don't have much of a show today, so save it for the show. Right. Um, give me give me that. Let's talk. Let's talk the one constant in your life that's never done you wrong. Pearl Jam. It's and, true. And tell God, me what you're going to. They really never have ever. Oh, do you know what's weird along those lines? Um, my kids were kind of the worst today. I'll just leave it at that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. superfluously, however, however you say that. I don't have it in me tonight. That was right. Yeah, then, no. If I said that in a speech, you'd be like, this guy can't talk, which is fair. Um, but my son, my son watched a free, because it's available somehow, a free version of Ghostbusters on YouTube twice YouTube. in its entirety today. I'm sorry, great point. YouTube twice today in its entirety. <laughs> the original? Yeah. Oh, nice. So I think I collectively watched it like one and a half times. And then, um, oh, by the way, all the ghosts, you, I don't know how old you would have been. I'd have to stop and really do some math, but you may have been too old for him. But all the like 1980s Kenner uh, Ghostbusters cartoon toys. Sure. Have been reissued. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, well, here goes my bank account. Except like the pack and the trap and stuff. They made new ones of that. But all the like figures and things. Yeah. It's like, we're about to hit up that eBay and see how that's looking. And, you know, you're looking like <laughs> $27 for the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. And my son's like, my son and daughter, are like, can we get all of them? I'm like, uh, yes. <laughs> Probably two of each. So I can keep one in the box in my office and we can play right. with one, of course. Right. Um, right. But anyway, I go, I'm like, hey, Liam, what do you want to watch now or something? Because you just. Again, he doesn't like want to go play in the lake. He's being the worst. And uh, I was like, here, I got one. And I watched a full 2019 festival performance of Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds. And I was like, you know, when you're just having sort of a shit run in the world, there's Noel Gallagher going to do me right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's never lets me down. Um, but anyway, what were you going to say to me before I interrupted you and told you to shut up and save it for the show about Pearl Jam? Uh, well, they're playing um, tonight. They're playing in that All In for Washington show. I don't even know what that is, but okay. Uh, we, oh, we you know, I do, I do, I do. Yeah, yeah Ben Gibbard's doing bands. it. Or I yeah. think Death Cab is, but yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, yeah. about. So um, I just kind of I got the email from Pearl Jam today, and so while we were kind of talking, whatever, it's like, oh, I should see like who's playing right now, and I clicked on it. And sure enough, it was Pearl Jam, and they were playing um, "Dance of the Clairvoyance," which was the first uh, single off the new record and I was getting into the sound of it and the feel of the song because that's what I do with Pearl Jam songs. But Dance of the Clairvoyance was like, it's totally, if you listen to it, if it was their, if this was their first album, you would hear, you would hear Dance of the Clairvoyance and you would think something totally different about the band. Like it's very, um, it's a departure from their roots. It's very, I mean, they don't really have roots anymore. I don't, I don't know. Wait, like, this is the dumbest thing you've ever said to me no, as a they, human friend. But they like, you have roots. This is where you started. This was where this right, is. But that like, was 25 years ago, man. That's still your roots. It doesn't mean like you've, you haven't departed them before, but your roots are still your roots. 
I guess. But I mean, if you listen to stuff like you would, you could say that about um, no code. You could say they departed from their roots on no code. You could say that about um, Riot Act that they departed from their roots with Riot. I mean, they've done it. They're, sure. They're, they've reinvented themselves multiple times. So I feel I like you could, you could say that like you too, plenty of the Beatles. You could say a plenty of classic bands. Yeah, it's true. I guess, they do. I, I guess they just kind of, they've redefined. Think of like the Beatles, right? We're like, Oh, times. that's from like the Sergeant Pepper years. Yeah. I remember. Cause it was yeah. like this. Right. But if you, if you listen to, there's a reason why like the, the fandom sort of um, lessened over the years because people continued to want alive and Jeremy and um, those sorts of things when they had moved on from that. Mm-hmm. And that's what you weren't going to, you weren't going to get that anymore. So um, now to be fair, like a song like quick escape from this record, it could be on verses or it could be on um, vitology or, or an earlier record. It, it I think you've talked about, you might that. It's possible you might have talked about Quick Escape more on this show over 73 episodes than any <laughs> single topic. It's probably true because it's a it's an awesome song. It's probably it's one of their best songs they've ever recorded. Probably uh, I would say it's probably top ten. Have you listened to it? Have you heard it? I haven't. It's fantastic. It's it it is if you want to talk about returning to roots and kind of quintessential Pearl Jam with like lyric write songwriting um you know just the whole it's the it's the band in full kind of bloom like it's just it's this everything new one. this new album is. yeah well this is quick escape is the song i'm talking about specifically i didn't know though if you were saying that about the whole album or just the song no not necessarily just the song might have to might have to just do it as a real friend and uh but and um but yeah, iTunes so they've got so Dance of the Clairvoyance is a very talking head um Bowie sounding song. Could have mm-hmm. been in the 80s and it would fit right in. Um Quick Escape is more of a of a banger. Um that it's basically a song about how we had to leave Earth and go to Mars because the environment no longer supported life on Earth. <laughs> Little did they know when they wrote that song. <laughs> right. Um so that's great. And then um what else is on there? River Cross, I think, is the last track on the record. And it's played with um, Vetter's playing like an old, like 1850s pump organ. Mm. And it's, I mean, sounds so they actually used the this this the organ, the, the organ that he played on the demo like five years ago or something, six years ago. They that's what they ended up using as the backtrack for that. Like the actual um, tracking from or just the same yeah. instrument? No, the tracking from it. Okay. Um, that's some that's some music production talk for those who aren't yeah, into music. That's right. That's right. Um, and then they, you know, they they give you that that uh, Pearl Jam acoustic number that they've been giving you since Daughter, basically, right? Or probably even before that. Uh, I'll admit know, it. Elder, elderly woman or something. Or Aside something like from that. Daughter, those tend to be my least favorite tracks of their of their productions. Really, I do, I do love me some daughter though, man. That what a what a jam! Oh my god, it's such it's so great. And the fun thing about that song is that it's it's um it's tuned in like it's like 
what is it? Um, oh, it's wild. It's like C G R S. It's like some kind of dad bag or something. It's like D. I'm trying to think because I I used to play it and it was always a pain in the ass because I'd have to tune a little bit. It took me like you know five minutes to get the tuning right, but it was like you know D. No, it's G. Something like Gad Bag or something or Gad Dad. That's it's what it nothing, is. Gad it's, Dad. No, it's because I I looked at this recently to do on my son's little guitar. And of course, my iPhone app's like, sorry, you can only use like basic tunings on this thing. And I'm like, there's no like logical flow to it where you could even give it a name. It's just like, right. It's some weird Stone Gossard tuning. But once you get the tuning right, it's the easiest song in the world to play. You never have to pick up your hand. Yeah, it's it's, it's insane. It's so easy. But anyway, so um, yeah, you didn't like um, what other man? You got to. I, I should put together just a playlist of acoustic Pearl Jam songs and be like, oh yeah, right. no, these are all great. Next time we play, you get we just do eighteen holes straight of Pearl Jam playlists. That's on you, okay? Oh, I thought about. I have actually I already, I already thought about that. I'm sure you already have one, just, <laughs> but that's I'll sign up for that. I'm good yeah. with it. Um, because then what we'll do is I'll make that playlist, and I'll make it about four and a half hours long or so, and then you, the next time we play, you make an Oasis playlist. So I'll educate you and introduce you. And then you educate me and introduce me. But I don't feel like for you that it's necessarily an introduction. It's like a for a deeper education, yeah, let's say. Right. Right. Yeah. Anyways, the, the acoustic song on this one is comes and goes, and it's only Vetter um, playing acoustic and his, his, uh, you know, vocals. Um, I'm not, I don't take this the way it's going to sound. I'm not a big only Vetter guy. I mean, obviously his voice and what have you, his character mm-hmm. is a major part of it. But I'm like, you got two other pretty solid players in there. I'd rather they just play the leave the guitar playing to them if you don't mind. And he's fine. He's functional, right? He's yeah. He's fine. He's not like a you know like Bono is in U two. He's like, oh, I got to play guitar on this track, and Edge right. is like, no, indicating the sound man. He's like, roll off that, <laughs> roll off that slider a little for me, will you? Although right, what's interesting is that. You can tell it's a Vetter acoustic song because he plays like it's he still seems like he's trying to prove himself as a musician, mm-hmm. like where Stone Gossard will just play like, you know, pretty simple. Um, Whatever yeah, the hell just, he wants he, to. Yeah, he he's a but he's a really good songwriter. And the fact that he can put together some really good chord progressions without trying to be too picky or or, you know, finger picky or fancy or whatever. And then Vetter's got to do some kind of weird walk down or something or or harmonize the the chords with his voice. And he does all this different stuff that that I don't think Stone really gives a shit about. He's like, here's the here's the chord progression. This is how it's going to sound. Mike, you fill. Jeff, find a spot to play bass and sing, sing along. Right. That's kind of how that goes. Jeff, like you find a place to, uh, well, be a bass player because that's all you're good for. Find a right. place. But that's not true. See, the Dance of the Clairvoyance, their first single, Full Circle, um, Stone is playing bass on it. Jeff Ament is playing keys on it and guitar. Yeah, and Stone went, just play the keys. I'll, let me, I'll find where the bass can fit in, okay? It's a dope bass line. The, the bass line I mean, is the whole thing. It's the whole thing of it. No guitar player respects a bass player. You know that. Come on. <laughs> I, that's Don't not say- true. Don't say I otherwise. Had the, the, the bass player that was in my last band that I played in was amazing. Guy, Dude, a good guy, bass. I never missed. 
a good bass player is so like irreplaceable it's not even funny it's not even funny but yet when it comes to songwriting production it's always like hey bass player just shut up and do what i tell you or just figure (laughs) out how to fit in it's like just play play these three root notes until we make the change (laughs) no i'm good i can actually play bass like no you can't just shut up i'm the i'm the maestro here right um i just want to point out this show i have been laying down in a bed doing like that's where our heads are at that's where we're at in this thing chris i i'd said before that i really wanted to do a show outside and i was almost there today like god i just want to after the show i'm gonna sit out in the balcony i'm gonna stare into space and i'm just gonna sit there I feel like knowing you, that's not a safe place to be. Um, but I also feel like I also feel like it shouldn't take you being in a dark place for like being outside and recording a show should be a positive thing, not where you go for a dark place where like my life is so miserable. I almost recorded a <laughs> uh, a socially entertaining podcast in the outside as a result of it. Like, man, really sticking it to the man there, McEwen. I know it's true. It's all I got. It's all I got at this point. I've got no other, like part of the aggravating part of it is like so many of us are trying so hard to do the right thing every single day. I just thought of like every day we do exactly what we're supposed to do over and over and over again. And we are sacrificing like we've been asked to do and we've been patient and we've been, you know, disciplined and this is what we get. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's the other part of the aggravation for me. That's it's the American way, my dear. God, man, God, this just reminded me though, of like a legit rant and like beef I have in my life. But due to various reasons, I won't share on the show. Uh, but yeah, and I don't want to set you off further. But I'm <laughs> that's like partially related. <laughs> it's to what I'm like, like I'm it's so across right the now. board. It's so across the board. It's not even like total strangers, like. My wife and I on both sides of the family have family members that aren't really trying anymore that have just kind of dismissed the whole thing. You know, it's, and it's like, we both have family members that are very like high risk that don't seem to really be taking it seriously anymore. Do you know what kills me though? And I, I mean, I feel like you know me well enough and how I've been treating this thing that in your head, you can put together, you know, the pieces to not be like, no, that makes no sense. The, other side of the coin, you know how I started into like, I'm an anarchist. I don't like right or left. Uh, right. But I'm not independent. Like that's all corrupt. It's all a mess. Right. There's the other side of it. The people who are like putting on that, look how serious I'm taking it act where it starts getting to be like, excuse me, Chris, you went to a golf course today. Right. Right. <sighs> You, yeah, we've got you, one of those in the family you, too. You on, sure on as shit side. better not park on the other side of the street from me because that coronavirus is going to carry 50 feet through the air to my front door. And when right. I open it, it's going to waft into the front foyer. That foyer, foyer. And you're like, are you kidding me about this right now? And it's like, I get just as annoyed with that stuff. And I'm like, well, here's the problem. Because you're being a lunatic about it. The, the people who are going the other direction to be like, no, I'm not taking this serious. Like, go, well, you, this is how ridiculous it is. I'm just going to respond accordingly to that. It's like, no. Yeah. yeah. Why can't we, like, just fall into a safe place of logic? That's all. Yeah. 
logic. Just follow, I mean, just follow the simple guidance. It's not that hard. And the other thing too is like, you know, obviously experts are still learning about how this thing acts and evolves and all that sort of stuff, right? But if they're if those experts say something that's wrong one time, everything they've said has been false. It's like this, it's everything, this, right? It's this black or white thing. Like you talk to someone like, well, like you just said, right? Like, so early on, it wasn't just Trump that said like, oh, the sunlight kills it or whatever. Although he said in April it was going to die, right? Yeah. But no, there oh, were, it didn't. There were, it didn't die in April. It didn't. No, turns out. Turns well, it did in some countries that actually did what they're, they're supposed to do, but not in this right country. Res- that was the right response. Turns right. out it did it. Right. <laughs> but they, some experts did say like, you know, if it, if it acts as other viruses tend to do, like the flu, then yes, it will diminish as, the, as we warm up. However, if we don't do X, Y, and Z, it won't. And yet they took that little piece and they're like, well, it didn't die in the sun. So everything they say, like clearly masks aren't really a solution because they said this wasn't like it's like, oh. We've learned so much about this thing, obviously, since day one, and whether it's not told to us, told to us, other countries, whatever. But like it's been around for depending on how who you are, how you look at it. At most, it's been around a year, as far as we know. Yeah, maybe. And that's at least since December. Right. For at sure. At least since December, with plenty of agreed upon data saying November, uh, October internationally. But there's Probably. a speculation that's been, you know, July of last year. We still, that's, let's just say for argument's sake, that's a year of a super viral virus. Dude, we have no idea what long-term effects of this are. Like, think of no. polio. No, like that right. wasn't that right. was a thing, right? A right. new thing, and people are like, "We got to treat it and stop it." Okay, you get it, and you didn't get severely damaged by it. But what does your long-term life look at ter- look like? Turns out, it was different. Right. It wasn't right. like you got out scot-free. You can maybe never some- breathe the same way again. Yeah, and maybe <laughs> some that? people. Maybe some people will get off scot-free on this. Maybe some four-year-old loses a leg and their life's completely changed forever. Yes, they live and can breathe and they're fine. But they lost right. a That's leg. That's not a like, death. Not a death. Just, Doesn't count. Like, right. That's a cure. So, That's a cure. There's still so much we don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's wrap this thing up. I'm just tired up. of all of yeah. it. Yeah. Just That's so tired of all of it. I can't believe we're back here. I just can't believe we haven't been able to rally together. And you, should do listened, this. you should have listened to me a long time ago. This wouldn't have hit you as hard. You would have been like, oh, yeah, ah, that is just waiting. For, I knew this day would come back on episode eight. <laughs> just telling you. But I, I got good news for you. What's that? Because I love you so much and I love Adam Unfiltered so much. I got us all a three year commitment for Woo fans. <laughs> so we're well, that's be, I mean, that's we're the ultimate. We're safe antidote, from coronavirus. Right. Yeah. I mean, clearly. So I mean. Next- Next time we see each other, we should all just spit right up each other's noses yeah. and go, it's cool. We got whoop bands. Right. The whoop will tell us whether or not uh, we're safe or not. What a bad name, too, especially in the midst of this. Like whoop, like whooping cough or even <laughs> whoop, like whoop your ass. Like this is I don't like any of this. But oh, you God. can thank me later for saving your yours and your family's lives with whoop bands. 
Thank you. All right. All right. For what it's worth, for what it's worth, I do feel better that you let me on this show and just kind of vent about this because no one else but you really would want to hear it. Dude, I got your back through thick and thin. You know this. Thank you. And I've been there and you've let me do the same thing. So (laughs) that is true. I like, and I'm not kidding. I'm kind of not kidding when I say to you, like, dude, I came to terms with this a long time ago. And I said, this isn't going to, this isn't going to get better anytime soon. And what we're going through right now is going to happen. So, and that when I had my big, like, um, I guess it's like, I, I already, you know, put the gun to my head on it, so to speak. So I, I've already been down this, uh, mourning process for lack of a better term. And, yeah. Yeah. you know, so it's like when someone here tells us, we're like, yeah, I'm right there with you. Let me hear it. Let's go. I'll, I'll, I right. can support you. And I know how it is. I told you this. Like, hey, I have the sanctuary of hearing your sweet voice every night. And it, it does help a lot. So I'm like, hey, you, my guy needs my guy needs a needs a space to let her out. I'll do it. I'll do it. I don't feel like I, the crazy thing is. Other than a few things, maybe in the beginning, but not even that bad. Like, I don't think you said anything that controversial. It's pretty common sense stuff. Yeah, not really. And if you, Although, and if it's like, well, the problem well, is, it, yeah, but you're at it, go. Fuck John Bolton. Just for the record. Which, which one's that? What, I'm, I'm losing track. He's the ambassador. Of he was the ambassador that uh, just wrote the book called In the, the Room Where It Happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That guy's a fucking coward. I was going to say, like, oh, all of a sudden now he's got the guts, but when he was there, he didn't do yeah. anything. Yeah. And even still, he couches everything. I watched two interviews with him, and I left both times thinking, you coward. You're such a coward. And that's all he is. He's a just a blowhard that wanted to capitalize off a bullshit book. Whatever. Hey. <laughs> Shout out John Bolton's <laughs> bank account. You know what I'm saying? Right. Man, that thing's going to be filled. Oh, um, if it wasn't number one, on, it's gonna be number one forever. Yeah, it was before it was published. Yeah, Jesus. All right. But yeah, man. you know, you could have said that stuff in a, in a public forum under oath, but hey, no, write a book, man. That's cool. And then when you're interviewed about it, couch all of your statements about well, the Democrats screwed up the uh, the the impeachment because they they rushed it and and they should have reached across the aisle. Like, who, get the fuck off of my television! Worst looking son of a bitch. There's no reaching across the aisle right now in America. Let's be honest. Get out of here with that. Neither. They won't even wear masks. You want to reach across the aisle to impeach their president? Yeah. Get out of here, man. Garbage. Hey, bet you didn't think we had, I didn't think we had 30, 37 <laughs> minutes of a show in us. I literally, around minute seven, was like, we're going to be wrapped up with this thing by 15 minutes. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> well, you did let me talk about Pearl Jam, so. Good that's, point. that's always a good 15 minutes at least. Yeah, that's true. All right, let's wrap this show up. I don't think either yeah. of us even feels like doing it. So yeah, <laughs> yet here we are. And hey, look, we only got to record one more show and we got the weekend. Oh, and actually, even though you know, you're broken, so you don't care. I do have some decent golf happening on Saturday. So maybe we can just talk. Maybe we can just talk about that tomorrow. Yeah. And then Sunday, uh, we'll both have some stuff to talk about because you'll have played your round. And mm-hmm. I'll have played my round, both mm-hmm. at very significant courses. I, I yeah, I would argue, and well, controversial. Maybe we can save this for a show. I would argue yours is more controversial. Why? I don't even know what I'm saying. Yours <laughs> is more significant than the one I'm playing. But uh, to some, I think they would agree. 
into uh, many more, they'd probably disagree into which is, hey, you are the worst. You have no appreciation for classic historical golf monuments. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, I'm done with this podcast. Chris, <laughs> I'll talk to you later, man. All right. Love you, man. Thanks Love for letting you. me vent. Love you too, bud. Anytime. All right. Bye, everyone. <laughs>